0: Good afternoon everyone, welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, baseball is back, and I'm really not sure how I feel about it right now.
1: Oh wow, okay, and I am the Champ, and yesterday, while making a blueberry cobbler, I had the need to use geometry. <laughs>
0: okay, well wait a minute, so if you're a cobbler, that's a shoe, you were making a blueberry shoe? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, here, here's the thing.
1: The recipe called for using an 11 by 7 uh, pan. And I'm like, geez, okay. I'm not sure if I have 11 by 7, but I have a 9-inch round um, baking Ooh. pan. Okay. Yeah. So, now I'm like, okay, so how many square inches do I need? Certainly, the 11 by 7 is pretty easy. I mean, that's 77 Square inches of baking space that I have. Right. But I, I kind of forgot um, what the calculation was to to get um, the area of of a circle.
0: So uh, it has to do with the circumference circumference, correct?
1: Ah, uh, no, right. no, not quite. No, you're you're uh, pi r squared.
0: Pi r squared. Not yep. cobbler so r the squared. the radius.
1: So, so the radius, not the uh, circumference.
0: Is it cobbler r squared or pi r squared?
1: <laughs> well it's a cobbler pie right okay um yeah there you go it's what, round not square
0: so let's get to the end was it any good
1: oh it's delicious absolutely delicious but you know here's one thing i just realized and i guess i should have known this but when you do your own baking how much sugar goes into a lot of these recipes good lord almighty um it's a lot of sugar
0: yeah and and baking is like a science like you got to get it exactly right, or it's going to be well. Jacked I
1: up. I remember what you said last week. So when uh, the recipe called for baking powder and not baking soda, I made sure I looked twice because you had uh, given me that uh, that warning last week.
0: Right, so they like would get different.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right.
1: So what's happening? What's happening in your world, Raj? What's going on?
0: We had Tell
1: a... me about uh, your your concern about baseball here. If you're not well, sure not... you am like the start of this.
0: I'm not sure how I feel. A 60-game schedule, I mean, I'm assuming they're going to play. I mean, they said they're going to play. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I mean, I wanted to return because I, I miss sports. Um, but a 60-game, it's just kind of weird, isn't it? It's strange.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think all sports are going to be going through that. I mean, the, by and large, they're going to be uh, a, a bit... Gimmicky. Um, we've already talked about that, you know, every sport should have an asterisk behind the this, this season. I think the NFL is really going to also have an issue because of when they're going to be playing, into the fall, into the late season, and just the very nature uh, of the sport with a lot of context. So, yeah, I, I, I get it. All, all You know, life has changed. So, you know, sports so, is no different.
0: So do you think – I mean, I'm trying to roll through the roll of decks of players in my head – you think someone has a shot to hit four hundred? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, sixty games. you can get pretty hot, pretty quick. And okay. Yeah.
1: So, so, so here, here, here we go. Well, um, we're going to talk or right now. This was not prepared, but we're going to put this on our list. If you had one player that you thought was going to hit four hundred,
0: oh, who would it
1: be? And and I'll give you a chance, and and I'll tell you who mine would be, since since I'm asking the question. I'm gonna
0: go with um Christian Yelich. Yeah, he has a shot of hitting four hundred. Um man. Uh boy that's boy you it almost seems like you had that queued up. Huh? <laughs> Jeez. Well, no, I didn't. I,
1: I mean, <laughs> it wasn't that difficult. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I guess it's not. I mean, I guess, uh, um, yeah, I, I mean, maybe Trout has a shot. I don't know if he can hit that high. Blackman's hit pretty high before, right? Um,
1: who, who do you want me to put down for you here? I, I don't, You're struggling. No, I'm, I, I've never seen you struggle like
0: this. I'm, th- I'm thinking out loud. <laughs> and there's probably someone right in front of my face that um, – that, that could do this. Uh, let me think here.
1: You, you want to you come back to it next week?
0: No. <laughs> fair is fair. Well, now that the Astros aren't don't know pitches, I was going to say Altuve, but I don't think he can do it now. Um, I think Blackman can do it, and I think Betts. Uh, Lindor. All right. I, I got to pick someone, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with bets. Betts?
1: That's,
0: okay. Yeah,
1: I, I like your choice of a uh, uh, blackman earlier. Just you know, Colorado in the summertime. I yeah, would, I would have thought that's
0: a. Oh, well, yeah. he's a really but good we'll hitter. Go with Betts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a really good hitter. All right, Yellowton yeah, and bets, right? I didn't want to pick Lindor because I don't want to pick American Leaguer. So.
1: Okay. All yeah. right. I got. I, I got. I got it entered. All
0: right. Um. All right, I should have just took the field. <laughs> So when, when, when the Bush
1: League, normally in the Bush League season, when the handicap comes out, you know, usually it says space auditors, you know, uh, two to one, Bearcats and Statmen 20 to one, and then it has a field, <laughs> so you're usually part of the field.
0: Yeah, that's a big jump, two to one to 20 to one, but all right. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so that's how I kind of feel. 60 games. I'm glad that it's back because, hopefully, if they play, I, I, it's, you know, I can watch it. We get, you know, we're gonna talk about our, our, our rotisserie league, uh, the Bush League, to see what kind of format we're gonna have. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I, look at it as I'm watching spring training and getting ex- getting excited about it.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. I, I, I think I probably would have been a little bit more excited. Um, if they would have expanded the, the, the playoffs, right? Because if you go from 10 teams in the playoffs to, let's just say, 14 teams in the playoffs, that means you almost have half of those. I mean, it's a gimmicky season to begin with. So you're going to have a lot of teams. Even, you know, your your Pirates might might have a shot um, with 14 teams, and, you know, they get hot at the end. So I, I think I would have preferred that, but I understand why the players didn't want to, you know, give the owners, um, give, give them that.
0: So in a 60 game schedule and and because of all the stuff that's been reported I can't remember it's it's going to be 10 teams in the playoffs. Yes. All right. Um uh, you got throw a dark horse for me. Who who could you see winning the World Series and you think, yeah, all right. I can see this team winning the World Series. All right, let's just say I, I winning dark- the National League. Win winning the National. Okay. League.
1: Okay. A, a dark horse? Yeah. Um National League, I would
0: say uh, the Padres. Ah, I was going to say the same thing. Okay. Yeah, I I think, yeah, I I, th- I think if those hitters got hot, um, they got some decent pitching. Um, you know, Kirby Yates could pitch freaking every other game here in a sixty-game schedule, and if he sure. if he can mimic what he did last year, they got a shot. Yeah, of course well, they could finish well, ten games under too, but.
1: Yeah, but, but but here's the interesting thing is, is that they have a lot of young pitching yeah and it should be it's going to be interesting to see how teams handle that do some teams say well it's a 60 game season so we need to go all in or do some teams say it's a 60 game season why start the clock already um, but, but I think if you know if it's only 60 games um, everybody should have a legitimate shot of making the playoffs well, except for probably the the, the Tigers.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they're not going to make the playoffs. Um, but, yeah, I I, th- I think the Padres actually have a – yeah, I, I w- it would not surprise me. Uh, because, you know, with young pitching, and you know this from watching baseball this year, the problem with young pitching is the sustainability over a 162-game season. It, yes. it, it, and, and Major League hitters start seeing them. Uh, over and over, they they get a handle on them, um, and over a 162 game season, or say 30 plus starts, the three pitches that they got don't don't last don't last long against really good major league hitting. Um, so a 60 game season, yeah, they got a shot in the playoffs or the playoffs. I mean, anything can happen. Um, yeah, anything can happen with that team. So um, yeah, I I yeah I I like the Padres as a dark horse. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow, we agree on that. How do you like
0: that? <laughs> yeah, that's funny that we, we both thought that. Uh, um, yeah, I think they, they have decent hitters, too, that that could get hot. And Yeah, it's like a college season. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay, so when you look at the 60-game schedule, uh, there's some rule changes dropped in here. Uh, let, let's just start with bullet number one, the DH. Um
1: I I I am I'm, I'm not surprised. A uh, number 1 um is is that in, in this short season you want to try and protect um you want to protect pitchers. Number 2 uh to draw interest. Um I I think you, you want to have a designated history And number 3 um for the NL this is what 48 years something like that in the making. Yeah. 47 years?
0: Yeah, uh yeah, well, I don't even... Early 70s, right? Um, yeah, 72 or 73, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah, I I, I get why they're going to put the DH in. I, I understand it. I, I'm a slippery slope person, I, and I can't stand the DH. Um, that's why I don't like internet. Why? Pl- uh,
1: tell, me, tell me why you don't like it.
0: Because I feel like you should be able to play the field. I, 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 that's what I feel. It's not so much that the the pitchers ought to hit i just feel like hitters ought to be able to play the field I, okay i think that's part of the game that you're able to defend and hit and both
1: what about from a strategy standpoint people that argue american league um or fans of the dh will say well there's no real strategy changes what do you think about that argument well,
0: yeah you talk about national league there's their strategy because of the pitchers uh, yes. got a hit and double switches yes. and all that, yeah, yes. I, I, I think that is part of the game. I mean, it's, it was part of the game for, you know, uh, almost a hundred years, and, and, uh, I, and that's why I don't like the interleague play because the teams, the teams structurally are built differently. The National League teams don't build for a DH. They have their best pinch hitter or a young kid, that doesn't get the playing time and they put them in the national the American leagues are built for that yeah. <laughs> and it and it that it's I don't want to say it's not fair but the the teams are built totally different and that's why I don't like the interleague play I mean I think about in 2009 in that world series the Phillies had the best eight-man lineup in baseball they had the best eight-man lineup but when we're throwing Matt Stairs out there and the Yankees throwing Hideki Matsui, that's completely different. We're not going to pay $10 million a year for a pinch hitter in the National League, where the Yankees and American League is going to pay $10 million a year, probably more, to, to a DH. And they're just built differently. So when you when you compete against that, it's, it's difficult. And I'm not saying that's why the Phillies lost that series. They lost that series because Cole Hamels couldn't get anybody out, and Lynch couldn't close any games. But my point is that we're throwing Matt Stairs, and they're throwing to Deki Matsui. It's completely different. So I I and we've talked about this before. I'm more of a traditionalist, and I, I don't I just don't like the DH. I feel like you should be able to play the field as well. And 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 the the unintended reasons why I I don't like the DH are the strategy thing, and that that's a big part of managing.
1: here's what I would like to explore, and don't have the depth of knowledge, but you know, when we talk about the this- Strategy and people will say, oh, well, it's not very scientific to do uh, a double switch. And, you know, that, that, that is the case. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people don't know how to do a double switch. But I, I think it goes a little bit deeper than that, and it, it goes to more of your pitching staff. So when, um, when, when when you're in the National League, when do you start warming up yeah. your, 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 your pitchers? Like, do you start warming up because um, your, your pitcher's coming up um, fifth or sixth? in the next inning and you know he's starting to to tire or what's the score going to be i I think there's a lot around the pitching staff that doesn't get um mentioned in in the strategy of a dh versus a non-dh
0: i agree with you i mean i think most people just think like all right someone else is hitting for the pitcher but you're right it's more than that yeah yeah (laughs) there's more thought behind that than i'm going to put a a regular hitter in there instead of my pitcher because you're right once you get to the fifth six innings all that's got to be calculated uh-huh. yeah and and um and it's got to be calculated in a sense of well how many guys do i have to pinch hit for them? how many times am i going to make a pitching change you definitely don't want the middle reliever coming up to hit right yeah like, at least the starters get at that so they they under they understand they have a plan um, but when you start getting that guy who pitches in the eighth inning, like Ryan Madsen, God forbid he gets up, <laughs> like you, yeah. that's an out, <laughs> you know. So yeah, you're right. There, there's a lot of thought going into that, and I, 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 it really surprises me that the owners like the DH because you think it would add more money to their payroll.
1: Like I, um, I, I, well, I, I don't think they, they um, some of the owners like the DH because you're exactly right. Um, the players want the DH because it adds a big bat, um, which is a higher salary
0: yeah all right um and then they uh, this extra inning rule with the starting the runner on second base um i feel like that's because of a limited amount of days they got to play 60 games in I, I mean i feel okay with that are, are you okay with that
1: um i am in this shortened season yeah um, moving forward no. i would say no yeah how about you
0: yeah i that that's where i stand as well I, Moving forward, no, you you got to work it out. <laughs> yeah, you just keep okay. playing. Um, and then uh, position players uh, pitching. Uh, I didn't realize there were restrictions on position players pitching, but um, I, I guess there are no restrictions now. I didn't even know there were restrictions in the first place. I guess that's the save uh, arms. Uh, yeah, and, and I think the restriction
1: was was, was part of the uh, you know the beginning of this year to, in in order to. You know, save save time like the three the three batter rule that they were going to implement on pitchers pitchers in the twenty twenty season. Okay, that's the reason why this is a quote a rule change. All
0: right, yeah, all right, I I I get that. Uh, Suspended games would be that have to be cut short of rain. Uh, They're gonna oh they're just gonna continue in place. Okay. Uh, Yeah. All right. And then the unsportsmanlike conduct that was that's pretty in depth. Um, I, I guess you can't argue balls and strikes now. Face the, well, you can't argue balls and strikes anyway. But you can, you can't argue anything face to face with an umpire. What about if you go out with a mask? Can you do that?
1: Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that probably the best way to argue that would be on Twitter. <laughs> right? right. That's where we seem to be at this point. And in, 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 you know, right.
0: That's a good point. In yeah. History. Maybe. Yeah. Pull out your your phones and just bang each other on Twitter and and uh, maybe put, like, a five-minute time limit on it or something. Uh, it says it's no spitting. You're not allowed to spit. You can chew gum, but you can't chew tobacco, which not a lot of players do, but I think they chew sunflower seeds. You can't spit. So what happens when uh, Bryce Harper's in right field, and he, because he's been spitting for his whole life as a muscle memory thing, as a, as just a get-rid-of-energy... Um, what what happens to him do they stop the game um you know that's
1: that's uh, so 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 okay you play baseball all your life how difficult is it not to spit or how natural is it to uh, spit
0: i think it's very i think it's as natural as tapping your cleat with your bat like how many people tap their cleat with their bat but you're playing in dust think <laughs> like, there's nothing on your cleat yeah you do it yeah. all the time hey look at how many infielders fix the dirt there's nothing wrong with major league dirt. It's like there's no bumps yeah. in it. It's not like you're playing in little league, right? Where there's yeah. like giant soft holes in there. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, they, they do that. I I just think it's I think it's gonna be difficult to regulate the spitting thing. Maybe they give warnings, like maybe like soccer, they will give a yellow card and a red card.
1: Uh, maybe. I, yeah. I, I just see, like, you know, when players are spitting in the dugout, you know, people coming out with hazmat suits trying to clean it up or <laughs> something like that, and then, you know, taking them out, uh, you know, ejecting them from the game. It's going to be
0: weird. Yeah, they'll have the grounds crew come out and cut out that piece of grass. <laughs> <laughs> Place it with another one. Oh, boy. Um, and then the, the other one is the wet rag. So the pitchers are permitted to carry a small to find small, small wet rag in the back of their pocket. Gaylord Perry's been doing that for decades. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine Gaylord Perry pitching with those rules? Wet rag filled with petroleum jelly? Or has it got to be water?
1: <laughs> um, I, I think there's a marketing opportunity for Gaylord Perry here, you know, to make a comeback and, you know, have his little <laughs> insignia on the wet rag or something like that. Oh,
0: my gosh. Uh, I, although I, I'm trying to figure... I'm putting myself in the player's shoes. Like, I'm walking, I'm going to work with a wet rag in my back pocket. I'm not not sure if I'd want to do that.
1: What's the purpose of the wet rag?
0: I think so they don't lick their fingers before they grab the ball. Yeah. Okay. So, um, although their finger's going to touch the rag, and it's going to touch the ball. So, whatever. Um, uh, And then they do have a trade deadline. Does that surprise you?
1: um a, a little bit in that in, in, in such a short season um you you um everybody should still be in it by august 31st assuming the season starts in july you know if, if you're already bagging the season by then i, I think you got bigger issues but i i think number two um i think trading is going to be really difficult in in this environment because what are you going to do if you're you know as the world stands today if you're in New York where levels of coronavirus are going down and you're going to trade for somebody that's let's just say from um Arizona yeah. in a hot spot that might be you know corona positive I, you just it it just adds a whole layer of complexity to trading
0: and then when someone from New York moves to Arizona do they have to quarantine for two <laughs> <You're weeks>? right <laughs> oh my gosh that's what I mean. Like I'm not sure how I feel about it being back. I feel bad for these guys. Gotta go through all this stuff, but again, I I you know, I do I am looking forward to watching it, so Well, let me
1: ask you something, Raj. Um, what are the chances, you know, well, you know, handicap this or percentage wise, however you want to do it, that baseball actually does have a sixty game season followed by a um by by playoffs. Do you think they're actually gonna get through? That
0: entire season, I think it's. There's certainly a possibility that this the season will get cut short. I I think there's a pro. I mean, I think you can put a number on it. I I don't know what that number would be. Thirty percent chance to get. To get cut, fifty percent chance. I I don't know. Okay. I but I, I I certainly think there's the threat, of of um of the thing getting cut. Do sure. do, do you think that?
1: Yeah, I do. I, I think it's probably fifty-fifty that they have a complete season. Um, I, I just, okay, you know, if it gets in, if it gets interrupted, you know, let's just say in, in August because a lot of people are testing, and then it gets pushed into October, November, and then you know the second wave or wave one B or one C comes. I, I just, I you know, I think it's fifty-fifty that they complete the whole season.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I'm glad they're they're giving it a shot. I I wish it would have been more yeah. toward the hundred game thing and starting in. Beginning of July, but um, I'm I'm glad they're giving it a shot uh, to get Me through. Too. And then uh, there are some roster increases, and and one of the things that stuck out to us was the taxi squad player. That's such an old school term. I think it's an it NFL is. term. Taxi squad um, carry up the three taxi squad players on the road. Uh, although one must be a catcher. Hmm.
1: Why do you think that is? Is it just uh, that's kind of weird, isn't it?
0: Uh, I guess your catcher getting sick and – or not sick, but tested positive. He's got to come out. Now you're down with one catcher. Maybe you have an emergency catcher, which most teams do. Um, yeah, just to ensure that that a game can go on with a with catcher. I guess if you're a catcher, that feels good because you'll get big league money at some point, you know, throughout the season just because you're a catcher. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: I, I, I think I I think I like this rule. And doesn't the NHL do that now? Don't they they they, they I don't know carry. Uh, and I, I forgive me because I don't know the roster size. Let's just say it's it's are thirty people on the roster. But each before each game, they have to submit here are the twenty five that can play in this game, so that they carry more than they
0: actually need. They do, and and uh, the NHL has that weird rule where they have the emergency goaltender. And it's really what, just, what rule is that? It's Tough a civilian. It, like the last time it was used, it's rarely used. I think um, it was used this year. The guy's the Zamboni driver or something. And and yeah. one of the goalies was out and the goalie got hurt and they had to stop the game. They got this guy suited up, he went out there.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> I I'm paraphrasing the rule, but I'm I'm pretty close. It, so maybe we should have like a catcher. Like, have one person show up to the game, like you, you could show up to a Phillies game and say, hey, dude, if both of our catchers get out, you're getting in there. <laughs>
1: you, you, uh, you know what? I, I, can, I can tell you I have never caught in an actual baseball game ever. I, I know I put it on in practice and it had done some, but never in an actual game.
0: I caught literally. How about you? Yeah. I, my, okay. my first four years of playing organized baseball where there was a, I was a catcher. I think it was I like could okay. catch. <laughs> That's why they put me back there. Uh, I liked it. I, I liked being a – I just wasn't built as I, you know, as I started getting older, I wasn't a, wasn't built as a catcher. But, I, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. You're always in the game. Okay. That's why I liked it. Sure. Boat. All right, so with these rules, um, we've come to a consensus. The Bush League, our rotisserie league, has come to a consensus that we are going to have our 37th season. We haven't come to a consensus as to what this 37th season will, that's a difficult number to say, 37th season (laughs) would look like. Uh, So we solicited some owners. Well, we solicited all the owners. Some of them, 50% of them came back. Um, And it looks like we're going to have a online snake draft. Uh, Normally we have a auction draft. In person auction draft Um, But we're going to Freeze our rosters Our 2019 rosters Because we have retention In there as well And and, um, um, dollar figures Of of what players were bought for All that will freeze Uh, I'll use a military term Uh, We're on a tactical pause Uh, We're not retreating We're not retreating, we're not moving forward We're just pausing Um, And it looks like we're going to do a from scratch online snake draft, as many other fantasy baseball uh, uh, leagues do. Um, are, are you good with this? I, I mean, how do you feel about doing something like that?
1: Uh, so, so yeah, you know, there, there's a lot of different options in here, and, and obviously. Um, the idea behind this was, as you had pointed out in last week's episode, and I, I think we reiterated this when we sent out an email to to all the Bush league owners. Um, first and foremost, uh, we want to use whatever we can do to get a hundred percent owner participation because that that's what's most important. even though this is kind of a castaway season, still like the same group of owners to be there. just just to keep that continuity um, in, in in terms of draft. So, Um, what we did was that we solicited a whole bunch of different questions. And those of you that still haven't submitted, please submit by tomorrow, but we were going to take the top two choices of each category and put it out there for a vote. Okay. So, um, you know, look, looking at the draft type, um, you know, first I'll just speak for me. Um, I, I, like the online snake draft, um, assuming, you know, uh, the, you know, the over 50 crowd can figure this out and do it uh, technologically. I <laughs> think CBS has the capabilities.
0: They do, to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So,
1: so, and, and the other reason why I like that is I, I, it, it gives people that may not be able to meet in person um, because of their work schedules. Number two, um, nobody has to host the draft. So it keeps it kind of safe um,
0: for everybody. And number
1: three, it's different than what we've ever done um, online. When I say different, for, for this particular league. Obviously, online drafts have been done for the last 15 or 20 years, but we're, we're kind of 15 or 20 years behind the technological uh, curve. So,
0: Yeah, uh, and and that, if we're going to freeze our rosters and basically start from scratch, um, that's probably the best option to do. Although there was an owner who who wanted the in-person auction, even with a 60-game schedule, um, and I, I kind of get that as well. Um and uh, we're, it looks like we're all on the same page with national league only um, so yeah. far five out of five um, i'm going to come back to the categories in a minute okay um, uh, roster size our league holds a 23 person active roster with 10 to 12 reserve spots depending on the year that we vote on having 10 and the year we vote on having 12 um so it looks like uh 23 players the the traditional 23 player roster seems to be in place you added uh two or no uh someone else added a 25 um i i think cbs can can accommodate that i I haven't looked okay um So that's pretty a minimal difference. Looks like we're all on the same page with that. Uh, the reserve round, we are all over the place. The reserve, <laughs> the reserve roster, the non-active ten to twelve players, we're all over the place. Um, so we have one person that has that wants ten players, one that wants 12, one that wants 01 that wants 5 one that wants zero, one that wants five, <laughs> one that wants eleven. Um, so I'm not sure of the thought process between five and eleven. Um, you had zero. What, what, what's your thought process behind zero reserve? Am, am I right on that? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yes. Yeah. So, okay, so, so a couple things. Num- number one, um, the reason why I went with zero is, is, is the reserve round would take, um, depending upon how many players, let's just say that's 10 players per team. Um, and, you know, that's an extra 100 players that we would have to do online and if we're doing an online draft, how much time do we do we devote to each draft pick? Let's just say it's it's a minute that we allow to you know online draft pick. That means this particular draft could go in an additional one hour and forty minutes. And I'm just thinking that you know people will have a hard time sitting in front of their computer for three and a half to four hours. okay, That's number one. Number two, and probably the bigger reason, is the fact that there's going to be so many changes in the league this year, um, in, in Major League Baseball. People are going to be sitting out because they have corona. People, um, their, their wives, are, they're going to go on paternity leave, and they're going to be quarantined for two, two weeks. I just think there's going to be so much in terms of, of roster changes that we, we, we want to have this. I, I wanted to do something that was completely different and, and make it really interesting so that people would, would, would still follow this. So if we have the zero players in the reserve round, people are always going to be looking for the next fab period to pick up players.
0: All right. So let me, yeah. Let me ask you a qualifying question. So you're saying uh, at the draft, we draft our 23 man roster. Then that, that draft, once everyone has a 23 man roster, the draft is ended. Correct. Yep. Okay. So we open up the fab, the, the, whatever, the, the next day or the next week. Uh, so we, we don't have a reserve roster, or are we just not picking reserve players?
1: Um, we, don't have a, we, we don't have a reserve roster. So okay. anybody that you pick up, you gotta drop. you're going to drop somebody. Yep. And so this is really going to make it, you know, people are going to like, oh, geez, I don't know if I'm going to take this person. It's really going to flip the rosters and make people think. And you know that's why the frequency of fab will also be, um, I think, very important.
0: Okay, all right. I'm I'm following that. So there's no reserve. Someone goes on the 10 day IL if you don't want to eat that start or two, because one start's a big deal in a 60 game season. And yeah. so you either got to drop them or hold.
1: Them. So so yeah. Let's let's just say you have Jack Jack Flaherty. And he goes on the 15-day disabled list. Injured list. Now what do you do? Yeah, injured list. Sorry, did I say disabled list? We just got done talking about that. <laughs> it's injured list. Good gosh. How, I, I apologize for being insensitive um, toward that. But so, so what do you do when he's on the IL for 15 games? That's, uh, that's a quarter of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's, kind of, that's kind of my rationale. Um, you selected uh, a reserve size of 12 which I think is what we currently have. Any, any thoughts behind that? or is that just a, a default?
0: Well, that's because I'm a traditionalist and that's what we do. So uh, but <laughs> <laughs> But um, I see your time thing. I get that. Um, and 12 is probably too high. I, I think we should have a reserve roster. Um, I kind of agree with you that we shouldn't have a reserve rounds. In the draft But I think we need to have slots um, Maybe not 12 That's probably too high uh, uh, Maybe I'm more leaning towards the 5 right now But I think we should have reserve slots To Pick up players uh, That we want to Not necessarily wait Because there's probably not much waiting going on As it were a 6 month season Um, But in that case Of Jack Flaherty IL for 15 days I'm going to drop him on my five-person taxi squad maybe we call it a taxi squad five-person taxi squad fill them in with another starter and then kind of go from there um so yeah i I think we should have a reserve roster but i agree with you that we should not have reserve rounds at the draft um yeah yeah i i I get that logic i I definitely agree with that
1: in in, in my mind that makes what you're saying is um, that makes that's a perfect compromise, and it makes for that first Fab period to be wide open because um, you have the draft one Saturday and then the following Saturday. Um, you can pick up uh, five more players, and that that will make that that'll be like Fab Palooza or something like that. That next <laughs>
0: Saturday, Fab Palooza. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, and you don't have to pick up the five players that week. You, I mean, you don't right. have to pick up five, right? You can pick up one, you don't have to pick up any. But I, yeah. I like the idea of having the, the roster, reserve roster, okay. I definitely agree about the reserve pick uh, online. Um, so obviously the the fab, and for those of y'all know, it's the free agent, agent acquisition board. Bidding. Bidding, Bidding, yeah. Because yep. that is an auction, uh, a blind yeah. auction. Um, fab frequency, we're a little all over the place with this as well. Yeah. Uh, We got two weekly, two twice a week, and... Whoa,
1: I messed up somebody's here. One daily. I messed up... Yeah, I messed up Tom's. I think his is daily. Okay. Uh, Not twice a week.
0: All right. Sorry. So we got two weekly, one twice a week, and two daily. Um, I'll just share my thoughts. Uh, This is kind of a a crazy time with people's schedules, uh, work... um, Yeah. So I I feel like a daily, not everyone would be able to do that. I, that, that's, that's my thought.
1: Um, I, I would agree with you. Um, I'm used to a daily league, um, being in the Republic league that Bob freeze runs. So it's not, not, it's not all that difficult, um, for me to do. Um, I actually split it down the middle, and I said um, I, I picked twice a week, um, and that's assuming that CBS can handle that. And I'm thinking, you know, the twice a week would be um, like you'd have to submit Thursday night and Sunday. I don't know Monday night or okay. some, Thursday yeah. night and Sunday night or something like that. Yeah, so that you basically have the weekend games and then the Monday Thursday games. How, however, that falls, you know, on the calendar. That that was kind of my thought. So. It, it you know weekly is kind of tough because um, a lot of changes are going to happen um, this year.
0: Yeah, so um, we we definitely need the other owners to kind of weigh in on this because we do, yep. yeah we're we again we're all over the place. Uh, winnings. So uh, for those who don't know, everyone kicks in fifty bucks, and I think it's been fifty bucks for the past thirty seven years. Um, <laughs> Uh, we're a little, uh, we're not all over the place. So there's three of us that 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 uh, say we should continue with the $50. Uh, someone, I think you put in prorated based on number of games. Is that p- completely prorated or 70% of the prorated? <laughs> <What> the
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it, it, it was it was meant to be a, a bit tongue-in-cheek like that, but yeah. I, I like it, and I think the answer to that is if you and I are in front, then it's the full proration. If we're behind and are not and I'm going to get any money, then it's seventy percent of the proration.
0: Well, after thirty-seven years, I'm I'm in the rears on this anyway. So I, I just said I kick in the fifty dollars. <laughs> it's my annual fee to join the league. <laughs> Everyone else is gambling to try to win, and I, uh, it's not gambling for me. It's just my entry fee. Um, <laughs> yeah. So and then Bill said zero. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I think we're close, probably. We're probably going to be leaning towards the $50, but we'll see when the other five weigh in. Um, draft day gimmicks. Uh, yeah, so we can circle back to that as to why that's even uh, on there, um, uh, people changing their names. Uh, you had a player from each team, kind of like the All-Star game. Is that a player from each each team on your active roster each week?
1: Um, no. Uh, draft day. Um, that's how, because I, I, I think it would be too tif- difficult to to figure that out each week. And if somebody misses it the first week, or, or, or excuse me, during the draft, or excuse me, after the draft,, yeah. um, I think it's too too difficult to monitor. But I'm saying on draft day to add a little bit of, of, of a challenge that you have to pick up uh, one player from each NL team. Um, so 15 different players of your 23, assuming a 23-man roster. And, you know, we could pressure check that before um, before the, the, the first game so that if somebody, um, let's just say, does not have a Pirate, after the draft is concluded, he can go back in and pick uh, Pirate of his choice, but you know, it's after pick number 230. So I would imagine pick 231 and being that you missed a pirate, you're not going to do very well. You know, it might be uh, well, never sockets is is, is the pitcher you might have to pick up.
0: I would argue, I would argue that, uh, yeah, that that probably true. It's definitely true for the Marlins, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, Okay, you're kind of sunk if you don't, and there's not many. I mean, every Marlin is going to be drafted uh, just because the the depth of our league. Well, if we don't have a reserve round, they won't be, but yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, that's kind of unique. I, I'd like to, I'd like to see uh, somebody put a, uh, you know, other owners weigh in on that. That's, that's a unique kind of wrinkle. Yeah. Just a one year. Sure. And then the weekly zoom, which I was, and that was bill. Um little, I feel like we have a weekly show that no one listens to now. <laughs> like, what are we going to get the weekly Zoom?
1: Yeah, I'm uh, honestly on, on on that one. I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you, Raj. Um, and, and second of all, I, I think I'm zoomed out um, <laughs> at, at, at this point. Um, and, and and you know, you and I have already been accused of on our podcast of having real radio faces anyway. So yeah, right. Zoom's not going to enhance that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um and then lastly before we circle back to the the, the categories uh in-person draft yeah. little surprising pretty much uh, there was five owners that responded thus far and four of the five would agree to come uh, to an in-person draft so um, yeah,
1: well yeah let, let, let me add to that because i'm I'm like Tom um, I put no he said no although he would come and join I would do the same I, I just don't want to have anybody. That feels uncomfortable because of health conditions, um, because of health conditions of people that they may carry. If you know they're asymptomatic, if they have pre-existing conditions or their family does, I I just don't want to put people in that spot and I want
0: to give them the option. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then lastly, because we're going to get into it, this a little bit is uh, the category. So normally we have we're a five by five. Uh, rotisserie league five offensive categories five pitching categories Um, uh, four of the the five said yeah let's just keep um, as as it's always been Um, and then Tom uh, he suggested that average be replaced by OPS which I just want to make sure I know the definition that's on base percentage plus slugging percentage that's correct yeah okay so he wants to get rid of average, put in OPS, and add plate appearances. Uh, so that would be the sixth offensive category. Then he wants to add holds on this. So it would be six by six. Um, what are your thoughts on the holds?
1: Um, I, you know what? I, I think I'm warming to this idea um, that Tom has written down here. I, I certainly like you know, the idea of OPS, I like his idea of plate appearances, because now we're also valuing people that are actually going to play. Um, and, and I know, it, you know, it, it's a bulk category, it's a counting category, you know, just like runs, home runs, RBI, but I, 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 I like it in, in this day and age. And to, to your question regarding holds, um, I think I like that if we say that we have to pick up a player, at least on draft day, from each team because now it's going to value um relievers from teams let's just say like from from the marlins that you might not pick up and the worst part is is that i'm not even sure i can tell you a middle reliever from the marlins can you no <laughs> Get old?
0: no i couldn't name more than two pitchers um oh my yeah so the holds uh i, I don't know if, I, I think it's sometimes i think it's like an arbitrary stat it's like wins you know what you know closers get wins too but it's so arbitrary there's no it doesn't make the closer any better or any worse if he has one win or 12 wins it probably makes him worse if he has 12 wins because he's blowing games but um that's how i look at it like i i i get i get why they have seven and eight inning pitchers i i get that from a baseball standpoint but from a rotisserie standpoint um yeah i i don't know i i I'm, I'm not i'm not on board with that as much as as much as you are uh the plate appearances i i kind of get that um although you know you could hit 220 and have a ton of plate appearances it doesn't make you it doesn't make your team any better but yeah i mean i i don't know if it's because the 60 game season or that's something he want to he wants to trend toward
1: well, you know, one of the things we can do, and it's possible next week or the week after, let's
0: get him Maybe on the line. We can
1: get him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To to figure it out, so uh, I'll work on that. Okay. Um, in the me in the meantime, I was trying to look up on Baseball Reference to see um, uh, Marlins and who led in holds, and I'm, I'm kind of struggling to find the holds category on Baseball Reference. I know it's here somewhere. Okay. But um, I, I'm looking at some of the uh, some of the names of of their relievers. Um Sergio Romo, Adam Conley, uh Jarwin Garcia, uh Tehran Guerrero, uh good God. Ryan Stanick, Drew Steckenrider. Man.
0: Yeah, so there's yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that whole list, but it w- it would like I'd like to it would be nice to hear his logic because I'm not uh, obviously I'm not thinking that you know that that holds never enter my mind in any baseball conversation I've ever had in my life. But, um, yeah, I, I'd be curious to, to what his thoughts are. Um, OPS replacing average. You there? Well,
1: certainly, yeah, certainly what, what that does is it, it, it weights some categories and some types of players um, a, a little bit heavier. Um, but, but, you know, I, I like again, it, it's, it's a different puzzle. It's a different puzzle. And I, I think I kind of like that idea. Um, to me, if if, if we do um, change categories, it's gotta be, um, you know, five by five or six by six. I, I don't want um, an unbalanced, you know, six batting categories and five pitching or vice versa. Okay. So I, I'm not opposed to that. How about you?
0: Um, yeah. I think we talked a little bit about this in the past. I, I think, uh i think ops is uh kind of a cool stat um you know they uh, but i think uh it's a stat that agents use to throw another something else out to get more money I, I i'm looking at ops now the career leaders in ops okay um and so and i we talked about this last week hank aaron is 39th because I was just curious about what his OPS was based off of what I'm, you know, my my statement about maybe he's the greatest offensive player in the history of baseball. Okay, all right. So, so Hank Aaron's 39th. Now I'm gonna throw some names at you that are have a higher OPS career OPS than he does. Carlos Delgado. He's not even close. Okay. Uh, Chipper Jones He's a good ball player, Hall of Famer, but he's not close. David Ortiz. Edgar Mart- Albert Bell, Hack Wilson, Joey Votto, uh, Lance Berkman. I, I think it's a cool stat. I, I don't think it's indicative of uh, how good a player is or not. I I I, I don't. I, I just don't so, think so it is.
1: Let, let Let's jump back for a second. What was Hank Aaron's career OPS?
0: Hank Aaron's career OPS is. I'm just going to round it off,
1: 928. Wow. Wow. It's a career OPS.
0: Yeah, Carlos Degado's 929.
1: So, um, you know, when we're looking over people's careers, um, I, I think we also have to put, you know, if you could filter on um, or, or, or say a data search that says over X amount of at bats. I don't know if that number is 10,000 at bats, that type of thing, because I don't know if Carlos. The Delgado, if his career was long enough, and he may have, you know, the advantage of.
0: Um, but well, think about it. He uh, played uh, seventeen oh, oh, oh. years.
1: Okay. Wow. All right. Um, so, so, but, 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 look at it this way. Um, I, I don't think OPS in, in terms of looking at a stat really changes all that much over over the course of generations of baseball players. Do you? Know? What do you mean? Um, Well, you you know, like in in today's game, you know, the the home run is, well, okay, maybe it does, maybe it does. I I guess what I was saying is that since it really really magnifies, you know, you getting on base, which is an increase in walks, which there seems to be a lack of um, these days, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There's very few Joey Votto types, and there's more people swinging for the fence. But then OPS also values, you know, extra base hits. And, you know, you can really get, you know, a lot for that because OPS will then affect um, on base and your slugging percentage when you when you hit for extra bases,
0: right. So right, let, let, let's let's deal with Votto because he, he's he's a good example of this. So uh, his on base percentage he's he's led the league one two three four five six seven times in his thirteen years. He's led the National National League in on base percentage. He's also led the league in walks five times. Yep. So my argument to this. Is Votto is there to knock in runs? <laughs> That's what his job is. And him walking doesn't help. Hank Aaron never walked a hundred times in his career, in a season. But, and I, his job was to knock in runs. Your eye job, if we're playing baseball, is to get on base. Is to okay. I to say walks. somebody
1: has to be there yeah. for them to knock in runs. Yeah. Right. Are you
0: not your three hitter? <laughs> right. So. That guy's supposed to knock in runs, um, yeah. And that's why I was thought about Abreu. Like Abreu would do that. Abreu would have a lot of walks, and I, I don't, you know, that. That's why I, I struggle with him a lot. And, of course, Bonds would have a lot of walks, but literally they they wouldn't be strikes. <laughs> they would be balls that you could even swing at half the time. So that's why I look at OPS. I, I think it's a cool stat. Um, I don't necessarily think it makes. You know, uh, one player better. I, I don't think it's a good indicator of of whether a player's better, better offensive player or not. I. That's I, just my opinion.
1: How about this? How about if we substitute FIP for ERA? What?
0: What is FIP? Again? <laughs> Do I have to use geometry feel- to figure that out? <laughs>
1: Building independent pitching, which takes out, I guess, uh, I don't know. It, maybe we'll come up with some kind of conclusive. I just like using the term that nobody knows, including <laughs> myself.
0: <laughs> what kind of fit does a guy have? <laughs> you like saying that.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like to try and confuse people, and then when they ask me, I don't really have an answer. Before, so. <laughs> hey, it, let, let, can I take a guess on who the all-time leader is in OPS? Because
0: uh, I haven't looked at it. Yeah, let me just make I'm, sure I'm I got it. it.
1: Okay. Yeah, Do go ahead. It?
0: Yep, yeah, go ahead.
1: I'm, I'm gonna guess this probably Barry Bond.
0: No, it's uh Babe Ruth.
1: Babe Ruth? Okay. Yep. Where does Bonds where does Bonds figure in that?
0: He's he's four. So you got Ruth, Williams, Gehrig, and Bonds. And
1: Okay. So, so so give me the top ten. Let's let's just see. Okay, so so there's there's four Hall of Famers, right? I mean oh, yeah. Bonds should be a Hall of Famer, Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh Jimmy Fox is five. Hank Greenberg yep. is six. Rogers Hornsby is 7. I'm sorry, who was that? Uh, Roger, Rogers Hornsby is 7.
1: Roger Hornsby, yep.
0: Uh, Mike Trout is 8. Okay. Manny Ramirez is 9. And Mark McGuire is 10.
1: Wow, okay. So those last two, I, mean, I guess what that points out to me is that obviously the first seven are Hall of Famers. Um, number eight, uh, Mike Trout, you know, should he continue on his pace, is going to be a, a, a first-round Hall of Famer, which... I don't know about you, but I, I I gotta start watching some Angels games.
0: Yeah, now because this I, guy's I, a stud. I don't
1: really get a chance to see him play, do you? Uh, I
0: I if I catch him on TV, I'll watch him, and then I watch him hit home runs in the beginning of the All Star games. <laughs> That's right. That's what I watch, Mike <laughs> <when> Trout. <drown. laughs> um, and then I think Manny Ramirez is a Hall of Famer. I I think that guy's one of the best hitters of our time. I I, I think that guy's a really good hitter. You you.
1: you he, he, he is. I think what dogs
0: him is just he was a little bit goofy, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was definitely goofy. But yeah, he has 1,800 RBIs. That's that's wow. a boatload. Of, yeah. He has 1,800. Wow. And, and this goes to my point 1,800 RBIs, the guy's walked 100 times once in 19 years. That I means he was swinging. That's his job, knocking runs. So yeah. Um, and then. Mike Trout is at .9999, Nine. so he's one double away from clicking over the, the um wow the one the thousand. one yeah yep. the one mark um yeah so that that's my thought on OPS. I think it's cool stat and they you know they have OPS plus that I guess adjusts for your the where you play and again it's cool stat. But what win, what wins games is runs, <laughs> runs runs win games, you know. Uh, walks, walks don't necessarily win games, especially when it's coming from your three hitter. Um, but again, <laughs> it's just just my just my thought. Um, so yeah, so that's something we probably have to put out there to see if people are interested in changing.
1: Yeah, I like the thoughts. Yeah. I, I like that people gave it uh, you know a, a good 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 thought through the season.
0: And then the Possible other owners. the other gimmick part was uh, apparently it, it, this. Tom Freeze Bearcat email got some legs, and people talking about changing their their name and their team. Um, you want to you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, uh, if I might, and I'm going to have a hard time reading this because this this is vintage Tom. All right. So the email for those of you who did not see it, um, for those of you who didn't understand it. Um, I've known Tom since I was seven years old, so I've known him for 50 years, and there are still times I don't know what the hell he's saying. <laughs> so don't feel bad. <laughs> All right, here's his response. Since my current favorite live sport is listening to and watching Michelle chase the squirrels off our deck, I'm about ready for anything. I'm not sure if or how they keep score, but judging from the amount of bird food that Michelle puts out in the feeders, the squirrels are winning. If we do, If we do have a gimmick league this year, I'd like my gimmick team name to be the voracious squirrels who tolerate snakes. Don't keep reserves. Go out every day and get what they need and don't worry about tomorrow or next spring. The squirrels don't go anywhere but the deck and then back to their nest, which has internet connection. So they are available to participate anytime.
0: Right. So, yeah, so that got some legs. Uh, apparently people read that. Um, and, and uh, yeah, that... That does sound like him, uh, yeah. So he, he actually put it in there uh, that he's gonna new team name that he's <laughs> that's what he's going to to be called. Uh, are are you cool with that, right? I am.
1: Yeah, you know, if we just diagnose uh, or if you just can 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 uh, take a look at what Tom's saying, he you know he would like the team name to be voracious girls who tolerate snakes. Yep. I think what he's saying there is right. to tolerate uh, a, a snake draft. Okay. Uh, don't keep reserves. Go out every day, meaning fab every day, yeah. and get what they need. Yeah. And don't worry about the, 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 the previous year. Um, right. you, know, and, and, you know, Tom writes a, a, a little bit in code. Um, I, I think had he been around, there's going to be, um, and not to sound too sacrilegious, but maybe he can add a, another um, you know, book to the, uh, the Testament. Um, you know, cause he, he writes in that kind of fashion. You got to kind of read through things. You can interpret it any way you want, which is the brilliance of Tom.
0: That's funny. Um, And then uh, uh, you you had a new team name as well.
1: Yes, Um, I would like mine to be. You you know, I'm keeping along the same line. Um, Since Tom's going to put animals in here, I'm going to keep with the animal theme, and mine's going to be rabbits, rabbits, rabbits.
0: Okay. All right. Um, I. I... How about you? I kicked it around, but I'm pretty superstitious. And if I win this year, I don't want that. I want it to be my team name. <laughs> so that that would be my, my superstition is I'll change my name and then I'll win it in 60-game season. And I don't care if you people think it's an asterisk or not. I'm claiming that as a win. So I want. I'm going to keep my team name. <laughs>
1: well, I think we've talked about this before, right? If you win, it, it, there's no asterisk. You meaning <laughs> and whoever. Um, if other people win, then of course it's an asterisk. Right. So yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I I kicked it around, but I'm not, and it's no logic whatsoever, other than general superstition. Um, so that's where I'm at with that. Okay. All right. Um,
1: so, so can I ask you a question? Here? Yeah. Go ahead. So um you retired What was it about three years ago three years um, ago the military 2017 yeah and yep. you know it was it it, it was a, a great event well attended um your whole family was there um um some bush league members were there um and and during that that speech which was a very good speech um you gave a shout out to to, to the bush league which, was, which right. was awesome right um so 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 you know retirement meant um you know in, in the bush league usually done is done there's the done is done rule um so what we, we found out what three months later that you were going to be um an instructor rotc instructor right which you've done for the last two years three two, years three
0: years, yeah three
1: years three years yep. okay all right and so now you're retired from that and now i find that you've taken on a you, you're done with that you've retired from that and now you're picking up another profession Can you no talk about that yeah so
0: i, I didn't retire from uh, the teaching uh, I just wanted something different I got I don't I didn't get bored with it I, w- I was working too many hours <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that, that that was my I was working too many like we would do stuff on the weekends and at nights and I just didn't want to do that anymore I I, just, I didn't want to do that uh, I enjoyed it but it, it was strictly self-centered selfishness why I found something else so now I'm working for the Department of Navy I started on Monday Doing supply work, what I've done for twenty plus years in the Air Force, and uh, I like the working from home thing. I really like that because my commute so I, is about thirty seconds now.
1: <laughs> Just get downstairs, right? Yeah. So, okay, are, are, are you? Is, is there a pattern here? Are you going to try to get to all branches of the military, or now that you have the Air Force and, and Navy, is Army and Marines? You know, I'm going to be. Uh... Somewhere in your future
0: well the marines are part of the navy so i, I feel like i hit two of the th- that two of them right there um they, they fall into the department of navy so um i i did it for a couple reasons one is i i miss that type of work i like it i i like the whole support uh of the military in a sense that you provide um the people what they need to do their job i i like that if, like okay. you, you know, when you like your job, you like you feel good about what you do. I feel good about I feel good about that, I, and I think it's cool. I used to always think when uh, I was overseas and those planes would come back empty. When I say empty, I mean no munitions on them. I think ooh, that was a bad <laughs> that was a bad day for somebody, man. Um, but I, I like that stuff. I I I it feels good that I'm contributing to something larger than myself.
1: So would you? How good do you feel about it? Would you do it for free?
0: No. <laughs> okay. So, no.
1: So, so it's not being done for altruistic purposes. No. Completely.
0: No. 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 But I I feel good about doing it, and uh, okay. yeah, that's why. And, and it and it cuts my time down working four days a week. So, which is nice. Yeah. So
1: you know what? You know, I, I'm going into month number four. I've completed three months of retirement, which I haven't done any type of paid work, um, just working around the house. You know what I miss most about work? People? Nope, it's hearing them say, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Because I gotta be honest with you, I don't hear it around the house that much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What do you hear stuff like, are you serious? Did that just come out of your mouth? Like stuff like that?
1: Usually, uh, Terry is on the phone screaming to her veterans because they can't hear and she's just <laughs> talking loud. And it, usually I'm like, what, what is, or, or I'll come out and, you know, after playing out of the park baseball and, you know, complaining like a player got hurt and she's just waving at me telling like, like, you know, you gotta be quiet. Here. You know, I'm, I'm talking on the phone. You can't be interrupting me with your childish games.
0: That's an awesome story.
1: <laughs> so, so, so Raj, if, if, you know, if YouTube wasn't as restrictive, I guess, what well, we would have been playing at the end of this episode um, about your retirement would be playing uh, "My Old School" by Steely Dan. Right? Oh. you're never going back. I to your old school.
0: Yeah, I uh, I didn't think about that one. I was thinking uh, um, Aerosmith. "I'm Back in the Saddle."
1: Back in the saddle. Yeah. Okay. How about? Uh, okay, let me see if I can get one more. Uh, is it? Was it? Al, was it? Alex Cooper?
0: School's out for the summer. <laughs> right. School's been School's out, out since out March. <laughs> <for> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm oh, excited course, about it. And, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, because to, uh, I feel like I still want to work, and I feel like I can still contribute, and I'll evaluate year by year see where I'm at
1: well I uh, uh, understand that since I'm not working I assume that no one's working so I will still be texting you texting you at all uh, all times during the day bothering you
0: you're good man so I'm I'll a am gover- you know. a government employee you text me the time okay. you, want. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me I don't care if I'm free I'll answer yeah
1: you know what I, I should have that late because I'm paying your salary gosh darn it
0: again you're paying both ends now <laughs> again <laughs> It just never ends, does it? That's right. Actually, I'm a little concerned about your retirement. I'd like you to keep working, (laughs) just in case. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we got today in baseball history when we wrap this thing up. Uh, I got some good ones today. Um, So, uh, 1911, the Red Sox lose their protest against Stuffy McGinnis. You don't hear names like that anymore, Stuffy McGinnis. Um, (laughs) Red Sox lose their protest against Stuffy McGinnis, who hit a home run off a warm-up pitch. Apparently <laughs> apparently up until 1911 when they had to change the rule the warm up pitches the warm up pitches stopped when the batter got in the box so i guess this pitcher just threw something up there and old stuffy jumps in and knocks it over the wall so <laughs> i thought that was a great story why does this sound like
1: something that stan would have done in game 3 when we're warming up <laughs>
0: Right, I saw it. You threw it you threw it in there and I knocked it <laughs> over the wall. So um yeah, the new 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 rule that I guess it, it they limited the number of pitches and you could not hit any of those warm up pitches until the umpire said play ball. Um
1: Well based based upon that and the fact that they only have like nine warm up pitches, maybe we should credit Stuffy McGinnis with shortening the, the length of baseball games. Right.
0: <laughs> that was a great story. Um 1973 today uh david clyde makes his first major league baseball start 20 games after he pitched in high school in the texas state championship yeah um pitched pretty well uh but david clyde won 18 games in his career it was out of major league baseball the age of 24 so he was one of those high school kids that came right out of high school right into the big leagues um so was, he, was
1: he the number one draft choice
0: that year? He was the number one overall draft choice in nineteen seventy three. Okay. Uh, picks two of the next three picks were Hall of Famers. <laughs> so
1: Who who were they?
0: Robin Yao was picked third. Dave Winfield was picked fourth. So <laughs>
1: Wow. Yeah. Uh, and well, I think Texas missed the they missed the boat on that one. But but you know what this goes back to what you were saying about the uh, Rangers organization back in yeah. in the seventies, right? And getting yeah. rid of uh, Whitey Herzog and yeah,
0: yeah, so, and, and Madlock and um, and then uh, the actually the number two pick was a major league catcher for quite a long time, John Stearns, who played with the okay, yeah, yeah, the Phillies and the Mets. Yeah, he was traded yeah. from the Phils to the Mets, I think, for Tug McGraw. Um, yeah, but he was a he was a hot prospect, and he he played a long time in the in the big leagues. And then lastly, uh, all right, that's, good. Yep, yeah, go ahead. Uh, lastly, oh, say,
1: that's what that, that's what you expect out of a, a, a you know possibly a number two pick. Being yeah. a Hall of Famer is you, you can't really expect that. But if you can get somebody that's going to have a ten year career, sure. And maybe yeah. like baseball, that's not bad, that's not bad for overall number two pick.
0: No, and I think he got hurt with the Mets. I, I think he got run over and hurt. I think actually Dave Parker hit him. Actually, mm, I, boy. I, yeah, I think Dave Parker hit him when Parker broke his jaw. Mm. remember Parker used to wear that like football mask one year yeah yeah Um, so we're gonna stay in Texas 1977 now this is crazy this is like crazy stuff okay 1977 uh, Billy hunter was hired as a Texas Ranger manager right he's the fourth manager of the team that week The fourth manager that week, um, so in seventy-seven. Uh, Frank Lucchese got fired. Uh, what prompted the managerial change? Eddie Stanky pitched. He, he managed the game and then he quit. He went back home. <laughs> this uh, Connie Ryan, who was probably a bench coach, refused to assume the full-time role after he had a, he he was the manager for a game. They offered the job to harm at Killebrew. He said no. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> so Billy Hunter gets hired. And then, then I'm thinking, like, wait, how would you like to feel like Billy Hunter? Like, all right, well, the guy they wanted quit. The other guy they wanted said, I ain't doing it. The third guy they wanted said, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and then he gets hired. So, oddly enough, they finished in second place. Wow. Yeah, they, they were eight games behind the Royals. And um, – Billy Hunter went 60 and 33. <laughs> so maybe he fourth, was the right choice. The yeah. 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 So I, I thought they were pretty good. Um, pretty good stories in major league history today.
1: Yeah. Those are really good.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Just So just to wrap up, uh, we need to, uh, you know, I guess we'll text the, these other five who had not responded because they're really going to need to weigh in on some of these things on some of these questions that we went over, Um, and then you're going to reach out to Tom's people to try to get him on the line for next week.
1: Yes, I I will do so. Um, Yeah, I just want to make sure. um, Good point. Um, I will ask everybody, I'll send out another email today to make sure that they get their um, selections in so that hopefully we can take a vote um, sometime this week. And, and then present uh, those findings um, next week, Fourth um, of July week, Yeah. so that we have, you know, from that point we have two more weeks before the start of the season, so or two and a half weeks. So, um, very good, good show, Raj.
0: Okay, um, <clears throat> so we'll 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 probably have it on um, uh, the the shows probably going back to Sunday next week since I'm I'm working. Actually, I'm off on Friday, so maybe, maybe we can do it Friday as well. Um,
1: Hey, I'm wide open. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> All right. You got anything else?
1: No, everybody just uh, just stay safe and have a good week.
0: And respond to our emails.
1: And respond to emails, damn it.
0: All right, buddy. I'll talk to you next week. All
1: right. See